Welcome to Lions Radio Network, where the show takes you on a roaring adventure with entertaining and stimulating topics focusing on entertainment, sports, business, world news, along with many other topics. Whatever your interests are, you will find them right here on Lions Radio Network. It's the Wow Show with your host, Donna Lyons. This show will wow you with some of the most fascinating guests from around the world. It will inspire you, make you believe, get you to laugh, touch your heart, comfort your soul, help your creative mind, power up your motivation, and wrap you in a veil of wowness. So reach for the stars. Light the world with your wow brightness. Use your strength with your wow power. Touch others with your wow heart. Laugh with your wow humor. And together, we can wow the world. This show will ultimately increase your wow factor. Join Donna and her team of special co-hosts each week on The Wow Show, right here on the Lions Radio Network. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the WOW Show right here on Lions Radio Network, iHeartRadio. I am coming to you from Washington, D.C., and um, just thrilled to have my guest today. But before we start with her, I wanted to remind all of you that we are on all streaming platforms everywhere, and uh, we are worldwide. And I want to thank our top five countries that listened last week. It's the United States, Canada, the United Kingdom, Spain and Australia, to all you listeners all across the world, thank you so much. I couldn't do this without you. I appreciate you, and I will always acknowledge you, so thank you. And you know you can always email me um, at author1 at live.com if you have any questions or anything you want to talk about. You know, if you have a show topic you'd like to hear, please let us know. I am so excited. I swear This woman is like my soul sister. (laughs) We both grew up in Southern California. Her name is Lorena Sullivan Swenson, and she's the author of Embracing Life's Beautiful Mess. And Lorena's journey is a testament to resilience and empowerment. Her formative years were marked by an environment of abuse and neglect, experiences that would later fuel her passion for writing and advocacy. Her writing career blossomed from a desire to use her personal life experiences to help others. And while penning her first book, Embracing Life's Beautiful Mess, she simultaneously honed her skills as a freelance writer for a local newspaper in Montana. And this dual role not only showcased her versatility as a writer, but also deepened her understanding of the human condition. Her passion extends beyond writing to include coaching and creating courses, all designed to offer support and healing. Her work has gained recognition and support from notable figures. Jack Canfield, a renowned author and motivational speaker, wrote a testimonial for Embracing Life's Beautiful Mess, endorsing its message and impact. Additionally, the foreword by Jan Broberg, an actress and advocate, adds a compelling voice to Lorena's narrative. And I want to welcome her to the show. Welcome, Lorena. Thank you, Donna. It is so wonderful to be here. And I just have to say, you are my number one badass. Can well, I, say I have to say, air? you're my number one badass. After I started reading this book, and I want the listeners to hear this, I am not kidding. Within the first 10 pages, I ran through a gamut of emotions. And I remember texting you, voice texting you and saying, oh, my God, 
I, I don't know whether to like cry or get angry or just be so proud of you for being so brave because it really is compelling. And I hope the listeners pick this book up so they know exactly what I'm talking about. Um, but before we go in depth about the book, just tell us why you wrote the book. Well, you know, for so many years, I felt so very alone. I, I really didn't. I had to find my voice. Mm-hmm. I didn't come to terms with the things that had happened to me uh, in those formative years. And as I started healing, I started to do research and it, whatever stats you look at, it's typically between one in three and one in eight folks will be abused by the age of 18. So I'm clearly not alone. This is, I'm not a one-off. There are many of you listeners out there that have experienced some degree of abuse and or neglect or you were bullied and it was time I was far enough in my healing that I could look at my past kind of like a history book, if you will. It, mm-hmm. it doesn't define me, but there were some pretty negative uh, behaviors that I had developed thinking that I was protecting myself. So I know I'm not alone in that either. So if I can help anyone out there go through this process that we call life, this journey, and get it years before I did, then it's a great thing, right? Yeah, absolutely. And it really is. And so for the listeners who don't know what the book is about, without giving too much away, because I really want them to read it, um, to get the full scope of it, tell them what the book is about exactly. So basically it is a series of stories from my life Um, beginning with my biological family of origin and Mm -hmm. the neglect and abuse, sexual, physical, mental, emotional, that whole gamut was the environment that I grew up in. And so it talks about that. It talks about um, my birth father, who was the perpetrator, Mm -hmm. and my birth mother, and how the the different dynamics of the two roles that they played in that um, that dynamic played out in my life, and the the effects that it had, and the healing, and the the issues that that arose that were a ripple effect of the things that were imposed on me, and the role that I was forced to play as a child. Yeah, so and I think pe- good and people will. Like you said, I, I think when people ahead, read this. Well, what I was going to say is I think when people read this, they're going to get a lot more out of it. I mean, it's not just your story. I think your story resonates with so many, and that's where that book is really going to hit home with a lot of people. And, I, you know, you're such an inspiration. It's just it's amazing. Um, and, you, you know, one of the things is that you um, – at the beginning of the book, you have a dedication it's to your husband. Was that a turning point for you? And can you tell us a little bit about the dedication? You said your husband encouraged you to make peace with your past. Um, Was that one of the turning points to write the book? Um, You know, I don't, I I would say likely one of the turning points. There wasn't one single thing 
mm-hmm. that brought me to that place of knowing. Uh, but I can tell you this. My husband and I have a very healthy, intimate, safe relationship. And mm-hmm. it's not that we're perfect, but we we are functional and we work through the challenges that we face individually and as a couple. And so Mm -hmm. having that safety and that love for the first time in my life was definitely a huge contributing factor uh, for me to begin to write the book. Wow. I mean, just, and you do need that, that extra person that, um, Sometimes they give you that extra little kick in the butt and say, you know, you can do this, and that's all you need to hear. I know I've had that help along the way as well. I mean, I'm a military news journalist in a man's world, and I just paved the way for myself, but it took a little kicking here and there with from people that were in, already in the industry. So I understand that, you know, the sometimes we need that extra person that just says, you can do this. Even though we know we can, we sometimes – you know, don't think we can. You know, in, and also in the book, you said, find a community of survivors. What do you mean by that? Well, and I hate that I, there's more context to that. But I, I feel like because stories overlap, right, or lives overlap mm-hmm. and experiences that we all need to feel heard and seen as humans. It's part of the human condition. We all need to feel like we're not alone. The word survivor to me, though, is kind of a trigger, um, and it's a little bit, for me, a little bit negative mm-hmm. because it still puts, I, I, feel, I feel like it still puts me in a victim energy space. And mm-hmm. I really feel like the highest vibration, if you will, would be terms to label it would be thriver, to thrive. Yes. So, so find your tribe. Find those people that aren't stuck in that energy space um, to where everything around them is still holding them down. They're still victimized. That's what their lenses are are seeing and telling them. Mm-hmm. Find those that have evolved past that to a place of, I see this. I get this. I'm, I'm on to myself. I see what's going on here and it's not okay. I'm going to side, I'm going to look you dead in the eye and then walk right through it. So find those people that are uplifting. We, we all have days. No one's life is perfect no matter how evolved or healed you are. So find mm-hmm. those people that are on that type of path because we're stronger and better together. Let's yes. unite and feed each other and uplift each other. And that's the one thing I have to say about you, Donna. You're, you're not only, like, physically you're gorgeous. Uh, your oh, your listeners, <laughs> those folks all see that. That's a bonus. Like your heart and soul, if we were, I always say, if I could, because I'm very aesthetically driven, if you read my book, mm-hmm. I'm not afraid to get Botox, y'all. Um, I'm, I'm that girl. I, I, yeah. I take care of myself. Me too, However, me too. 
Right? So, however, when it comes to people that I want likes and energy exchange, so when it comes to people I want to spend time with, it would fast track it for me if, like that ET heart, you could just see how how big their heart light is, right? Right. Um, That would, like, just be the ultimate for me. So, anyway, there you have it. Now, one of the things you wrote also is it would be easier if a scary stranger is the abuser and not the friendly abuser, but 97% of the time it isn't. They are anything but strangers. Can you expound on that? Yes. Um, un- unfortunately, uh, you readers out there that have, our listeners, I apologize, that have had this experience happen, it was likely a family member, a relative, or a friend of the family. And so there's this level of familiarity, trust, and safety, and the groomers are typically charismatic and charming, and so as depending on the age that we are perpetrated upon, mm-hmm. our brains don't know how to process that, and it becomes extremely confusing. And right. I don't know how deep you want me to go into that, but it even goes. Donna, it goes as far as even if our brains are old enough um, or developed enough to understand that this is wrong, our bodies mm-hmm. respond to stimulus. Yeah. Right. So then, then we have this dual conflicting emotional. We may, we likely aren't able, advanced enough or developed enough to even process without help why something that is so wrong can feel good. And people yeah. don't talk a lot about that, but it is a thing. It's a big thing. So, yeah. Anyway. And you know what? And we will, I want the listeners to know that we talked about having you come back on a month or two after the book's been out and people can actually get it and read it and delve into it. And then we're going to do a live show where callers can call in and ask you questions. And I think we'll expound more on that. Cause usually when we do the caller shows, it's like an hour long. And so we have so much time to delve into things a lot more deeper, and um, that'll definitely be one of the things that we touch on. Now, another thing you talked about in the book was writing a letter to your mom after all this is going on and, um, you know, you're coming to terms with stuff, and you found a therapist, and basically it said you needed to write a letter to your mother. How did you feel after you wrote the letter to your mom? You know, there was so much trepidation in not only writing the letter, but delivering the letter, having the response that I I somewhat predicted but was still shocked. Um, and it wasn't – I was shocked in not a good way. And it, it wasn't until maybe a year and a half ago – that I had to relive that when I found the letter in my mother's files when my sister and I were packing her up to move in with mm-hmm. uh, my brother and sister-in-law. Mm-hmm. But I had to reprocess that. I went sideways for a minute, thought I'd dealt with all of it, and I hadn't, which is interesting. And 
some of you out there can might likely relate to that, that we, we think that we're healed or we think we've come so far and then something triggers us and we go sideways and it just takes our breath away because it's like, are you kidding me right now? I yeah. thought I dealt with it. But I'm grateful that I wrote the letter now. There was a long time that I had, I didn't, and in my book I talk about it in the beginning. It was through the writing process that all this played out. And, mm-hmm. and I didn't know that I would write the letter again if I had a do-over. But as wow. it out and God's hand in it, I, I'm grateful that I wrote the letter. I'm grateful that I began to have a voice. I'm grateful that I said to my, my family, my mother, no more secrets. I refuse. No more. Good for you. I'm, I'm, you are so brave and I'm so proud to know you. And um, honestly, I, like I told you, me, who has never gone through what you have in any way, shape, or form, I just reading it, the gamut of emotions are so up and down. And I think any reader will find the book fascinating. Um, also, you know, in the book, we speaking of God's hand, you just mentioned that. There is a, talk, a lot of talk about religion. Can you tell us how the religion has affected the decisions you have made in your life? Absolutely. So I, I, I made a choice to align myself with a, re, uh, a religious um, institution, if you will, I, mm-hmm. as a, a young gal. And I had a knowing that that was the religion I was to align myself with. And for many, many years, it served me well. As, as someone who had been sexually abused, there's typically two, two behaviors that manifest after that, and they're extreme. One is extreme sex, sexually reactive behavior or the opposite extreme rigid behavior. And I'm not rigid at all. Mm-hmm. However, the religious structure that I align myself with taught me to not be physically intimate or have intercourse prior to marriage. And thank God for that in my life. I don't know what my world would look like today had I been sexually active as a, as a young girl. Yeah. I, I think it would have turned out very differently. The religious, um, the religion that I align myself with also had a, has a great foundation, great um, ancillary programs for youth, teens, adults, um, women, men. They do a lot of charity work. And so I am nothing, there's nothing but gratitude in my heart for the blessings that that are a byproduct of choosing to align myself in that direction. However, mm-hmm. I I don't choose that anymore. And it's not that it's not about right or wrong. It's about what's right for me and my soul and my progression and my evolution. That's all. Yeah. And I, that's very true. I do have a very I have a very strong opinion and I write that in the book. 
because my book is not about religion. However, religion, organized religion was a very big role in my life for the majority of my years. And for me, there's a reason that there's multiple religions around the world. And I say around Mm -hmm. the world, I don't say in the U.S. Um, Because what resonates with you or brings you closer to God may look different than what resonates with me and brings me closer to God. So is there a right or wrong answer? Not in my opinion. If it makes us a better person, helps us to love more freely, helps us to forgive and move on, helps us to be a better a better family member, a better friend, a better community player, then I think you it aligns with you and it works for you. Be there, do that until it doesn't serve you any longer. And don't make right. it a good good or bad thing or right or wrong or you have to be angry. Just it's a different season. Call it what it is. Be grateful and move on. Yeah, I agree. Now, um, another question, I'm sure everybody wants to know this, and um, it's, it's, you know, it's pertinent to everything that's going on. Did you ever have a relationship with your bio- biological father later on in life, or was that just gone, you know, once you decided to move on? But you know, that is a, a very interesting and sick and twisted answer that I, um, <laughs> yeah. and, and some, of you, some of you out there may relate to this. I did not address my my abuse, my sexual abuse, until I was in my 40s. I had blocked blocked it out, which our brain does a lot of times to keep our heart safe. And I was, my heart and my brain united and just said, "No, sister, <laughs> this yeah. is not okay for you to deal with right now." Um, so there was some. the The short answer is yes. I did, and it ended up being this very um, interesting dynamic that went from hate to love to resentment and then compassion. It was a really interesting visual, vicious cycle yeah. um, in the relationship between he and I, and I remember well the day I got the phone call that he had passed away. And it mm-hmm. was very freeing for me. Yeah, I, I can only imagine. Yeah. Um, so, yes, I did. And I was grateful when it was his his time to leave this earth. To leave. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God bless you. God, you're just, oh. It's just, it's like I said, me not having gone through that, I, I'm listening to you and my heart is just like, oh God, I can't even imagine the struggle that has been through. Now we're, we're coming to the end here, but I want to ask you, how has your life changed since writing the book? A lot of aha moments. My complete and total goal and purpose for writing the book was 100% to help others who had been through what I had. And, and by the way, in the worksheet, and the book isn't just for people who have been abused, there's so, there's so much good content and tools in there that no matter what life's experiences have brought you can be super helpful. But to, 
to completely answer your question, I healed on a deeper level that I had no idea was still needing to be addressed. Mm-hmm. And I've connected with some very beautiful people through this process. Um, as far as I would say finding my tribe, mm-hmm. there are strong leaders in this in this world that have had some not so pretty things happen to them that are ballers. They're just out there kicking butt and taking names. Right. And they are good-hearted people like yourself. I read your military article. You are, like I was telling my husband, you are the total package. Like you're gorgeous on the outside. Well, it's the truth. And so those are the people I love to align with and who I love to let into my space because it's not just the the books we read or the the songs we listen to or the TV shows we watch. Right. It's the people yeah. that we spend time with that influence the, us the most. And so I have the vehicle of writing this book and presenting it to the world has has really blessed my life on multiple levels. And so I'm very, very grateful for that. You and I went to high school together, but yes, we did. All these we years did. later, I'm like, why? Oh my goodness! <laughs> oh, I know my it's goodness. just so crazy. But I think sometimes things go full circle for a reason. There's a reason people come into your life, and and it's and it's crazy too. As we get older, we keep our circle gets smaller because we realize Absolutely. that it's about yeah, it's really about the heart and and true blue friendship than it is just knowing all these people and uh, just having all these people just in your phone book. It doesn't matter then at a certain point in your life. You're like, the ones I want close are the ones that, like you say, are your tribe. So, Lorena, I want to thank you so much for coming on today. I do want to let people know that in the book there are worksheets um, to help you through some stuff. I highly recommend you pick up the book. Where can they get the book? On Amazon. Okay. So they can get it on Amazon. I'm working right now with Barnes and Noble, and um, we'll see where that goes as well, and Costco as well. So, oh, excellent! I really hope process. it gets out there. Yeah, me too. Well, listen, girlfriend, I am so loving you were able to come on today. Thank you so much for being so brave and sharing your story. I know it's going to change other people's lives. You are just a jewel among jewels, and I am blessed to know you. And I want to thank you so much for coming on today. I'm grateful that you reached out, and thank you for having me. And I look forward to coming back in a a month or so and taking uh, your callers' questions and see if we can't help some folks out there, you and I. It'll be an amazing show, and I can't wait for that. You have a good rest of your afternoon. Tell your husband I said hello. And we will be talking soon. Sounds great, Donna. I love you. Bye-bye. Bye, hon. Wow, what an amazing show. And I want you guys to know that Lorena's literary journey is far from over. She plans to continue her mission of enlightenment and empowerment with at least two more books. The upcoming titles include The Innocent Addict and Life, Love, and Intimacy, promising to delve deeper into the complexities 
of human experiences and relationships. And as an author, she stands as a beacon of hope and strength. Her work not only narrates her journey, but echoes the voices of so many who have endured similar challenges. Through her words, she offers a powerful reminder in life's beautiful mess, we are never alone. Have a great rest of your day, everyone. Thanks for tuning in. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.